ever wondered how taboo, shame, and lack of good sexual education have stripped away elements of pleasure in childbirth and parenting that are essential to loving, intimate relationships? Join me for another episode of Orgasmic Birth Podcast, Pleasure in Pregnancy, Birth, and Parenting, as we break down and heal barriers and open the door to more love and intimacy in birth and life. Have you thought about how the way you live can impact the way you give birth? This means there's a lot to consider from what you need to heal to what you need to expand to call in more pleasure. What are you intentionally doing to live orgasmically? My guest today says she's been intentionally living life in a way that will prepare her for an orgasmic birth when the time is right. Hi, I'm Deborah Pascali Bonaro, founder and director of Orgasmic Birth and host of the Orgasmic Birth podcast. And I'm honored today to welcome Susanna Weiss today. She is a sex and relationship writer, multi-certified sex educator, sex and love coach, sexual assault counselor, birth doula, and more, helping people to live their lives orgasmically. Susanna has been published in the New York Times wedding section, Glamour Sex Guides, with writing on gender, sexuality, love, and social justice all over the internet. And when I read over 8,700 articles published, I went, Wow, what an honor that she's joining us today. Susanna is a regular contributor to the Washington Post, the New York Magazine, and more. Susanna, it truly is an honor to welcome you today, to have you join us to talk about incorporating pleasure into childbirth, to prepare for an orgasmic birth, as well as to discuss your research about using childbirth to overcome sexual trauma. Welcome. Thank you so much. So reading your bio, I'm just like, wow, like you have just done so much and such profound work. I know you've written about orgasmic birth. We've talked within that realm before, but can you just take me back? What got you started to be interested in orgasmic birth? I had a friend who mentioned to me she knew a woman named Amber Hartnell who was in a documentary about orgasmic birth, who actually had an orgasmic birth and it was on film. And that made me very curious because at the time I was starting to work on a book that was about sort of cultural misconceptions about women's bodies and the idea that women need to suffer because we're women. And that seemed like the ultimate dismantling of that idea to have an orgasmic birth. So I got your book, Orgasmic Birth, and I started reading it. I did an article about it. And yeah, I've just been very fascinated by the idea, I think, because and I started thinking for myself, even though I am not a parent myself, that I want to experience an orgasmic birth one day. And that's part of why I trained as a doula, because I feel like our culture and education don't give us that knowledge. And so I've just, my dream is to experience an orgasmic birth and just let other people know that, that life, like that we don't have to suffer because we're women. Yeah. 
Thank you so much. I couldn't agree more, but it's wonderful to hear where our connection came together and your interest in orgasmic birth. And you talk about preparing, living orgasmically, preparing with pleasure. What are some of the ways that you do that for yourself? And I know you guide people as well. Yeah, I taught a class last year called Living Life Orgasmically, which was a synthesis of my own journey. First, overcoming difficulties with sex, but then dealing with a chronic illness and learning to just add more pleasure to my life and feel better in my body. And so some of the things that I teach, one of them is very basic, is getting out in nature. And I think there's something about connecting with nature that helps you connect with your own body. And I have a meditation called Sex with the Sun that helps you to like visualize when you're lying in the sun that the sun is penetrating you and to experience this sexual bliss without having to have another person or even your own touch there because it's something you can access anytime. And uh, yeah, I also teach things like orgasmic breath work where you visualize that you're moving sensation through your body using your breath. Meditations that help you to just feel sensation in different parts of your body. I was helped a lot with doing breast massages where you learn to cultivate breast sensitivity just by massaging your own breasts. And yeah, another activity is orgasmic yoga where you combine these things and do different movements that feel like good and sexual and just help you to expand your idea of what it's like to live orgasmically. Because if you know how to cultivate that state outside of sex, that's also a way to experience an orgasmic birth as far as I understand. Yes, definitely. And I love how you say that because an orgasmic birth, right, is not always orgasm. It is for some people, we want to honor that there should be no shame in that. But also, we don't want it to be a performance standard to have a birthgasm like Amber in our film. But instead, to reach those heights and those states of orgasmic feeling of pleasure, of joy, of intimacy, connection. And your ways sound really nice. And it made me think in our documentary, we have another couple, Tammy and Bill, and they gave birth outside. And when we interviewed them after the birth, Tammy said to me, I'd like to have sex outside. So it made sense to birth outside. So I could just, as you were saying, the sun, I was thinking of them too on that beautiful sunny day and the pleasure that they were both experiencing. So I know that for a lot of people preparing orgasmically sounds good, but for many people, there, and I know you've done research on this, that people have trauma or maybe survivors of sexual abuse. And I know you did, you recently even gave a talk about this. Can you share a little bit about your research and what brought you into that as well? Yeah, I'm doing a talk for the American Association of Sexuality Educators, Counselors, and Therapists Conference in June about childbirth and pleasure. And one of the topics I wanted to cover was like helping people overcome sexual trauma, not just overcome, like just to assist people with childbirth in a way that's sensitive to trauma and then maybe even 
make it a positive experience that could heal, help them heal from some of their trauma. So yeah, I'm still putting that together, but that is, I've, yeah, been interviewing different people and learned a lot of encouraging things about how childbirth, people say that it can help you to realize the power of your body. That one person said it's helped her realize sex is not about violence because it's this beautiful creative force and not people just learning to regain their voice if they have a childbirth experience that gives them control and where people are considerate to their wishes that but it could also be the flip side that if they're giving birth in a medical setting that is not conscious of their autonomy then it can be re-traumatizing so it's really important for any birth workers to be trauma-informed. And I would say with any patient to realize they could be a trauma survivor, even if they don't specifically say that because a lot of people won't. Yeah. This is such important data that you're gathering. And certainly it's why in our documentary, we have a trauma survivor. I would have never told the story of orgasmic birth without including that as a possibility and a healing option for anyone with past trauma. Are there any like key points that are coming up in your research, your interviews of how people are preparing for birth so that they can have this opportunity? for both healing and joy and pleasure? Yeah, I liked it was actually, I think Sri Dawn said on your podcast, because I've been listening to it, like how you birth is how you live. And that's, I, I think that's, wait, am I making Sri? Yes. <laughs> yeah. And so that goes back to what I said about living orgasmically. And I think also having a team that's very supportive and that you feel comfortable with and thinking about what setting you want to give birth in and whether it's one you're going to feel comfortable and relax in, although finances are an obstacle to that for a lot of people. But even in a hospital, you may be able to incorporate some things like having aromatherapy or candles or just letting your provider or even just maybe your partner know like what your specific needs are or what triggers might come up so that you're prepared for that and you feel respected. Yeah. And I really appreciate that you acknowledge that it's for some people, there are barriers to it, but I think that's why we as doulas and advocates are always working to make sure everyone has access to safe and respectful care. My dream is one day hospitals will be like home birth, but in a hospital for those people that need or want that additional level of care. So as you're thinking about preparing people, and you talked about a little bit at the beginning of the taboos, right? Like that this idea of sexuality and birth coming together really pushes a lot of buttons. But I know for many people, they haven't thought about this, that birth is a part of a birthing person's sexuality. What are you finding in your research on that, on how people feel and how we could better help people prepare in that way? Yeah, that's a tough subject, childbirth and sexuality together. I think there's, when one person I interviewed said it, she said children come from 
sex, sex is creation. Being a mom and being sexual are not in opposition. They're the same thing, really. And so we shouldn't shame that. And she was talking about how important it is to keep a healthy sex life during pregnancy and after childbirth too, and not shut down in that area. And or else if you shut down your sex life, that might also inhibit your ability to have an orgasmic birth. And she was saying you should use the biggest dildo you can so that you're prepared, which is kind of funny. <laughs> But yeah, obviously there's a difference between having sexual pleasure in childbirth and like having your sexuality directed toward your children. So I think people should just remember that difference and know it doesn't mean that they're being sexual toward their child. Not at all. It's more that it's happening in the same part of our body that we often think of and incorporate into sexuality, right? Especially vulvas and vaginas and clitorises and cervix and that. Do you have any tips for people preparing? I know as a sexuality educator, you work with people as they're trying to maybe have an orgasm or have more of them or prepare. And I find a lot of people in childbirth, when we don't equate how these things come together and really knowing our bodies in that way will help us to open to birth in many ways. I always recommend people take classes to really connect to their sexuality and their body while pregnant. What are some tips you might have for that? Specifically for pregnancy or for increasing sexual pleasure? In general. I usually recommend that people slow down in the sexual, whether it's by themselves or with a partner, and take a second to get into their bodies, whether that's just by massaging yourself or exchanging massages with a partner, learning to feel more with less rather than first reaching for your vibrator, although that can be part of it, just learning to just even touch your thigh or your stomach and feel like, allow that to feel good and acknowledge every little feeling. And the more that you acknowledge those feelings, the more they grow. And if someone has trouble with orgasm, sometimes the solution isn't necessarily like more uh, stimulation. It might be more body awareness, mindfulness practices, like just asking yourself in each moment, what exactly am I feeling? Where am I feeling it? And using your breath and your voice to get into the moment. If you're making noise and expressing a sensation that causes you to feel it more and pay more attention to it. So mindfulness is really important. And then there's technicalities of learning different ways to touch yourself. Like even on the clitoris, there's different ways you can touch it. You can move your hands back and forth in circles. So I teach people to experiment with different forms of touch and see what feels best to them because different things might feel best to different people. And we're not taught usually the specifics of like here, are all the different ways you can touch your clitoris or your vagina. So there's yeah, part of it is awareness of the sensations. And then part of it is experimenting with different forms of touch. Beautiful. And so important for all our listeners, 
to consider really getting in touch with your body. And so once someone is pregnant and is wanting an orgasmic birth, what would be some of your tips that you've gathered? I would say to, I think if you can work with a doula, that's a great way to discuss those goals and to come up with a birth plan that facilitates orgasmic birth. I feel like I'm repeating a lot of what you've told me, but to think of an environment, like to think of an environment that, what environment would you have a great orgasm in and do your best to create that. And also know that it might not happen according to a plan and understand that an orgasmic birth can look many ways. And one, actually one, and I spoke with Amber Hartnell herself. And one thing she told me was to get used to intense sensation. She said, you can try doing things like taking ice baths. Or This is going to sound silly, but I got wax recently and I was thinking like, I need to, okay, just lean into this intense sensation and imagine it's like, preparation for an orgasmic birth, like anything that's intense, but doesn't have to be painful or doesn't have to be as painful as you make it if you're fearful. Uh, A lot of it is learning to let go and just say this sensation is difficult, but it's not something I can't handle and nothing's wrong. This isn't something that I need to fight. And uh, yeah. And Another thing she said, which was very interesting, was that she didn't imagine, she didn't push. She instead imagines that the way she put it was spiraling, that it was like you imagine the baby or the energy spiraling around you and making its way out and you're just there to facilitate it. it. It sounds almost like a new way of being, like a way of being that is less about pushing and more about doing some work, but also just flowing with the motions of the moment. I think that's a way we could perhaps live our lives more with less resistance, less trying to make things happen and more listening and tuning in and seeing what's next and working with that. I love how you said that, right? Because I love that saying what you resist persists. And I find that as a doula too, that when people resist a sensation, it's like we repeat it again and again until they're ready to yield and ride it. And so you talked about it beautifully and I love Amber so much and I love her. I When you said it, I can just feel that kind of energy spiraling. You know, someone recently said too that pushing is an artifact of medicalized birth when we started really putting women down on their back and asking them to push uphill. We had to start yelling, push, push. And we always say as doulas, don't yell four-letter words at anyone in labor. So we shouldn't be yelling push, but I always say to my clients, stand and deliver. Don't take it lying down. So when people are listening to their body, finding their position, right? That's that energy movement and just beautiful how you shared it. And also from Amber, and I appreciate that you say hire a doula. We are doing a lot of training doulas right now from all over the world. Anyone listening would like to join us, 
please visit orgasmicbirth.com and look for our workshops. But we're also training doulas to be orgasmic birth practitioners. So we're going deeper into that as well. So I want to ask you, for someone that might be, imagine someone sitting here that's pregnant and, okay, you've given me a lot of good information. Is there anything else or one tip you would say to really help them prepare for a birth with pleasure, with joy, what we call an orgasmic birth? Anything you haven't shared? I would say to figure out something you can do if you get scared, something that can help you to regain your calmness and confidence. Uh, Maybe that's just breathing deeply, breathing into your heart and feeling sort of the calmness that's in your heart or the love that's in your heart for your child and just this connect with this knowing that everything will be okay. Or maybe that's a specific thing you'd like to hear from your partner if they'll be there something come up with something they can say or do that just helps you to refocus if you get stressed out I think just any way that you can come back to I I also have heard of things like people taking with them something they bought their child like something the child will wear just to remind them that's what will be there at the end because Fear escalates into more tension. So if you can find a way to just nick the fear in the bud, whatever that is. Some people also do hypnobirthing. There's a program called Hypnobabies that helps some people to calm their minds. Think about whatever helps you to calm your minds in general. Great advice. I know for many people listening, they're going to say, okay, how do we find you, Susanna? Can you share your website and things that you're offering and where you are on social? Sure. My website is SusannaWeiss.com, S-U-Z-A-N-A-H-W-E-I-S-S.com. My Twitter is Susanna Weiss and my Instagram is Weiss Susanna. And yeah, I have some courses on my website. I have a free course called The Orgasm Cure. That's about some of the things I talked about, learning to orgasm, but also to make your life more orgasmic and connect to your body. And yeah, I just added a course about regaining your sex life after childbirth and a few others, which you can check out on my website. Thank you so much. And to all our listeners, I hope you'll See the, all the links are below in the show notes as well. If you're listening or watching this on YouTube, we hope that you will be in touch and post what is your favorite takeaway from today. Tag both of us and wherever you are, we wish you a day of pleasure and hope that you're living orgasmically. And again, Susanna, thank you so much for joining us. Thank you. And for everyone, please subscribe to our podcast on whatever platform you're on. And we look forward to seeing you next time in our next episode of the Orgasmic Birth Podcast. Uh 
Thanks for listening to the Orgasmic Birth Podcast. If you enjoyed this episode and would like to learn more about pleasure in birth parenting and birth work, visit orgasmicbirth.com forward slash more for my free gifts. And please leave a review about your experience. Reviews help us to reach more people and please subscribe. Thank you.